0: Welcome to the Built Tech Podcast, exploring and discussing the future of technology in the global built environment. The Built Tech Podcast is sponsored by Shadow Ventures and Built Tech Labs, now the host of the podcast, Matt Knight.
1: This is Matt Knight with Shadow Ventures and Built Tech Labs on another introductory episode to so one of our impressive founders, David Palmer of Fenestra Pro in Dublin. So, David, thank you for joining me today. I'd love if you don't mind to start us off with a little bit about the background of Fenestra Pro, how it came about, and what the opportunity was you saw in the market.
0: Hey, Matt. First of all, uh, thanks for, for having us on the interview. It's great. Uh, it's great to be, be here. Um, I suppose just in terms of, you know, by way of a brief introduction um, to the company itself. So Fenestra Pro is a design software that enables um, the design team to, to design energy efficient uh, buildings more cost effectively. Um, the company is about five years old. Um, you know, I suppose, you know, starting off very much building kind of early stage products. Uh, getting that into the market with some of our leading customers, getting feedback, and, and kind of coming to a point about 12 months ago where we launched our first uh, proper version of Finestra Pro Premium. Uh, Finestra Pro Premium for Revit um, is a Revit add-in add in that um, fits in with the workflow that kind of looks at that early stage engagement whereby once somebody has established uh, a rough design for the building, Finestra Pro can be used to kind of design the optimal uh, arrangement for the building's facade uh, and it kind of strips out a lot of the complexities typically associated with energy analysis for a building and provides the design team with the optimal design solution to ensure that the building you know performs uh, at its best uh, and again fitting in with the design process at the earliest point.
1: So several aspects to a building tell me why focus on facade design versus another component of the building and maybe maybe expand upon the relationship with energy efficiency within facade
0: design. Yeah, so again, I suppose like if you've got a, if you look at it this way, the building envelope, with the building's facade, is two things. Um, first of all, it's it's I suppose it's in conjunction with the shape of the building. It is effectively the building's architecture. So it's of real interest to architects as they're designing, um, you know, the building's facade in, in terms of how the building is going to look. Um, the second aspect of it is, it, if you think about it this way, it is the primary moderator between your internal and external environment. So therefore, it controls, you know, um, heat loss as, you, as you're losing heat through the building envelope or fabric. Uh, it also enables for, you know, some positive things such as heat gain. So again, passive solar heat gain from the sun um, that can heat the building. But again, what the architect wants to do is control that overheating to stop, control that heat gain to stop the building overheating. But it's also beneficial from a um, from a daylighting point of view. It allows natural daylight and reduces your reliance on your your um, uh, you know your your internal artificial lighting systems. So again, reducing the energy consumption of the building that way as well. So, what Finestra Pro does, it provides expose a balanced approach to design, focusing on the, the 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 thing that's of real interest to the architect, and that's the, the the building's you know look and feel, and um and that's where we've kind of we fit in in terms of that early point in the process and looking to optimize those passive elements, those passive design elements of the, of the building uh, ensures that when you get to a later stage in the design um, when engineers typically become involved and start looking at the more complex aspects to the, the building performance, such as, you know, your, your heating, ventilation, cooling systems. What we do is we, we strip out that, which is of real, not real interest to the architect. And we focus on the things that are of interest and look to optimize the design of the facade based on those kind of, you know, based on creating a balance to those kind of performance characteristics, if you know what I mean. Sure.
1: So ideal customers are architects, but can you tell me a little bit more about size, stage, you know, when to get involved with Finestra Pro, talk me through kind of a worst case of, here's when they start using it all the way to point x i'd love to hear a little bit more about the workflow of that
0: yeah and again i suppose one of the challenges that we have is is kind of uh, fitting into those into that workflow and one of the advantages that autodesk's revit has given us is that you know they're using revit to three dimensionally model buildings um and by fitting into that workflow you can actually start to automatically generate those optimal solutions so what i mean by that is you know at the earliest point you might have at a very, very basic level, you have a footprint for your building, the number of floors, and that starts to give you a shape for your building. At that point, then, when you start looking at the the location of the building and its orientation, then you can use Finestra Pro to kind of, first of all, you can establish what your glass-to-wall ratio is, so how much glass you can have on the building. And that's driven by that thermal performance because you can lose a lot of heat through the windows, but not necessarily through a well-insulated wall. So you've got to provide a balance to kind of get a, a good... I suppose, thermally efficient building and fenestration can be used to establish your glass to wall ratio. And if you think about that at the early stage where you've, where you've established this mass based on the number of floors and the footprint of the building, um, you know, and when you look at that location and orientation, then you can start to say, okay, well, if I've established, I want to get a, a certain level of performance thermally from the building, you've established your, how much glass you can have in the building. From there, then we can look at where's the best place to put that glass around the building so that you're maximizing your heat gain and your daylight levels from the sun, that you know, that you can actually then fit that back into what we would call an optimal distribution of that glazing. So you, you know, where that glass goes, you've established how much glass, then you're establishing where's the best place to put that glass. And then it becomes about like what sort of glass you should use or what measures you need to take to control that that, for example, to stop the building overheating, to sort of control the heat gain at but, at the same time ensuring that you're maximizing the amount of daylighting. So again, you start looking at manufacturers' information in relation to different glass types, their performance characteristics, and you fit into this kind of um, optimal solution from a design point of view. Now, as architects, if we're coming at this from an architectural background, you know, we're very conscious that, um, that you, you're trying to meet the performance, but you're also trying to achieve a, cer- achieve a certain aesthetic. And what Finestra Pro does, it enables the architect to marry those two things in in perfect harmony. So like, again, if you understand the implications of your design at that early stage, you know, you can optimize your design and and select the right materials from the early point uh, that ensures that, you know, if you look at how the industry works at the moment, whereby you might go through a design process later in the process, an engineer would get involved and he's doing very detailed analysis of the, of the building's performance. And it typically results in a redesign process. He might go, "Okay, look, you've got too much glass on your south side of the building, and you're you're overheating it." So then you've got to make kind of retrospective uh, interventions to um, to to fix or to adjust your building to meet the the performance criteria. What Finestra Pro does, be, because the architect can engage much much earlier with an understanding of those design characteristics or those kind of um, you know what what impact his design will have on the performance. He's much uh, he or she is much better able to, uh, I suppose, address that from the front point, and then when it gets to that later stage, there is no need for a redesign, and effectively that has a major, a major impact on in terms of the design process. By you know, we we see improvements of in excess of thirty percent in time being spent re- by eliminating that time being spent redesigning um, the original concept, for example.
1: So you're based in Dublin and I know you have investors and advisors here in the U.S. and you're working on projects in, in several countries. Mm-hmm. Have you found a large variation in facade design optimization across markets or is it fairly, is it fairly uniform to the, to, the, to the major degree that you're looking at most deals?
0: I guess what we've seen like from our, our customer base, and we've been very lucky in terms of our customer base from the early stages, like going back four or five years, we've been lucky to engage with you know, some of the largest architectural firms in the world, and they've been giving us feedback on what they're looking for. And it's quite universal in terms of the process. Where we've seen major differences is in, is in adoption in technology. So, for example, with, with billing information modeling, and this is, you know, this is where the industry, and we, we describe it as the second revolution within the industry. The first revolution was when the industry moved from the your standard drawing board where architects were sitting drawing and producing two-dimensional drawings. They moved to the computer whereby they moved to, to uh, computer-aided design. Uh, and that, again, was almost like a, uh, you know, a, a, re- a reflection of the two-dimensional process, except on a computer where you had you know, a, a better opportunity to modify drawings um, on, on, on a computer screen rather than on a board. Um, what we've seen in the last 10 years then is the industry moving from two-dimensional production of computer-aided drawings into you know building information models which are you know not only are you looking at a a building in its three dimensions but actually the data you're able to associate data and and, and that's the kind of the, the that's the information that's very important so you can actually you know start to pin information to what the wall might be constructed of or what the window might be constructed of and that you know that's where we've seen that, that kind of second revolution and you know i suppose the big when you talk about jurisdictions I and mean, we, we have you know our our, our primary markets are as you said, the U.S., but also the U.K. and the Scandinavian markets have been very uh, uh, beneficial from our point of view. But the U.S. Have, um, it, I think it's fair to say is slightly ahead of the curve in relation to the adoption of building information modeling um, processes. And you know, the U.K. in particular, they're kind of—I'm not going to go as far as saying catching up, but they're—you know—they're they're, uh, dealing with the adoption of the technology at the moment, whereas the U.S. has adopted the technology and they're looking at. Better ways of um, improving their workflows, and so what we're seeing actually is our ma- most of our customers are in the US because they're looking, they understand the BIM process and the workflow associated with the BIM process, and they're looking at ways to improve that, and they see Finestra Pro as that kind of as a core piece of technology whereby we can have a, a, a major impact in, in giving them an understanding on the performance, meeting the aesthetic in that building information modeling workflow.
1: So, along those lines, would you say anything has surprised you in terms of who's open to trying this early adopters as you've been out selling Finestra Pro for a while now? What have you learned in the sales process about ideal customers and the people that are most open to trying this type of software?
0: Well, it's actually quite funny. So we you talk about kind of segmentation of markets between the U.S. and let's say the U.K. and Europe, Um, but actually in the U.S., there's some of the states are far more advanced, particularly when it comes to energy. Looking at the energy efficiency of the building, whereas other states haven't been, you know, as I suppose as quick to focus on that as as a driver within the design process. So that's one of the things that we've we've seen having challenges with. We've been, as I mentioned earlier on, we've been lucky enough to engage with some of the top, you know, we we. We have the top five architectural firms globally, predominantly in the US, using Finestra Pro, albeit on small deployments, whereby they're on trialing on various projects and they're they're starting to see the impact and the benefit that it offers. And now, for example, with a number of those top customers, we're looking at how we roll that out to be part of their, their main workflow. So again, you know, in terms of the challenges of the sales process is you know demonstrating the benefits of Finestra Pro on a small project. And then, trying to kind of educate the wider audience within these design firms to adopt it as part of their workflow because of the benefits they 've seen on other projects, and we have commitments with some of the some of our biggest customers now to start rolling out on a much broader basis you know within those firms and again we you know where you will have you know some of the larger firms with multiple offices across the states some of the offices in those in the states are um, are adopting quicker than other offices and you know I think there's an, you know some of them will be more uh, aware and and willing to kind of improve billing performance, and that's where we've kind of we've we've seen really good movement in in some of the offices that are, I suppose, forward thinking in that respect.
1: So you've gotten some traction and track record going into 2018. What's the plan for this year? How do you see growth and adoption evolving so- over 2018?
0: Yeah. And again, like, you know, in the US, we've been lucky enough to have some, you know, phenomenal uh, distribution companies who are, you know, working with us closely with some of our leading customers in terms of, um, you know, growing the business within those firms, as I've just described, whereby we've proven the benefits at a very, you know, at at a simple level in terms of a number of projects within the firm. And now we're looking to grow those uh, those numbers out within those firms as we look to roll out, roll out across the firm. So that's one kind of strategic aspect of the business in terms of where we're focused on in terms of growing the number of licenses in our existing customer base. But obviously then, you know, from the other side of is, is getting new customers. And again, I suppose where we've been lucky in, in one way, um, that we have some of the larger firms proving the concept in terms of going, okay, we like this, we use this, you can say that we use this. And that's you know, that helps us get new customers on board. And so it's onboarding new customers and educating them to, to, to how you use Finesta Pro to optimise your your both your building performance but also improve your workflow quite quite dramatically. So it's those two kind of key benefits that we're we're able to now start to demonstrate. So for twenty eighteen our focus is to kind of with Finesta Pro Premium, which is an add in to Revit, um we're looking to kinda, of, you know, as I said, you know, get that in uh, with new firms, but also with our existing firms and, and, and get that wider adoption within existing firms. Simultaneously, we're looking at various alternatives and, and we've been doing a lot of work with Autodesk in relation to Project Quantum, which is you know where um, you know, it's this idea where you're moving to a platform to make uh, that building information available to a wider audience, uh, where at the moment what we're doing is we're actually very close to completing um, the first release of our platform, which enables users to take um, multiple model types into one location. And then look, and what we're doing is we're tying in with manufacturers about providing their information and p- specifically kind of pro- how those materials that are being specified in the project, how they impact on the performance. So again, we're starting to kind of engage a lot with manufacturers, particularly in the glass and, and curtain wall uh, system space. Uh, and we're looking to kind of provide platforms for, the, for those particular manufacturers to... Um, to ensure that their material is specified in a better way, in a more intelligent way, based on the kind of performance characteristics of the materials and given the, the specifiers, but also the guys who are actually buying the materials or are looking to kind of finalize what materials they're using, an understanding of the, of the performance or the impact those materials have on the building's performance to maintain an optimal design.
1: Great. Well, so let's say someone is listening to this and they're interested in learning more. What's the best way for someone to reach out and get connected with you guys?
0: So, obviously, the, the, the first port of call will be the website, so f- uh, www.finestrapro.com. Uh, and from there, then there's plenty of ways to uh, to contact us. And obviously, um, you know, feel free to, to email me or, or, you know, or one of my colleagues. And it's, uh, it's for example, my email is dpalmer at finestrapro.com, so always available on that.
1: Perfect. Well, I know we're. Excited to have you as a part of Built Tech Labs and looking forward to seeing how you grow this year. And thank you again for your time this morning uh, being on our podcast.
0: Great. And thank you for, uh, for, for taking the taking a call. This has been another edition of the Built Tech Podcast by Shadow Ventures and Built Tech Labs. For more information, please visit builttechlabs.co and shadowfund.bc, Or you can follow Matt Knight on LinkedIn.